So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Machibili, and this is another episode of Hip Hop Sub 10. And with us, we have none other than rapper slash filmmaker slash founder of Division Films, uh, Michael D, a.k.a. Mike D. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me, man. This is an honor. This is an honor. Yes, yes, yes. And, and I should mention, too, he also dropped um, a great project by the name of Wakefield. Um, he's easily one of the best um, albums I've heard this year, bar none. Um, absolutely enjoyed it. Uh, especially that sort of, like, uh, autobiographical sort of, you know, like a tribute, basically, to your to your hometown. That, that was great, you know what yes. I mean? And you just did it in your own fashion, you know what I mean? I, I really appreciate yeah. that. That was great. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank um, you. Um, we, we put a lot into that. And so, the, yeah. the you know, to get a to get a review like that from you, it, it meant the world. Yeah. But, uh, but what makes this list, or at least you want to share here, a little special here, is that um, you're going to incorporate film, right? Because, yes, you are. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so you're going to incorporate some, some movie soundtracks, right? So, um, yes. Yeah. So, which ones are gonna, you're going to bring in? I, I, like, I know there's a popular ones, right? I'm not going to bring them up right now. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, there's the popular ones that, you know, based off of, like, the great, uh, I don't want to say hood movies, but, you know, like, um, yeah, well, African-American made films. Yeah, like the cult classics. Yeah. Heavy. Yes, yes, yes. I imagine at least there's going to be a few that will show up on your list, right? Uh, Maybe. But, you know, before... Yeah, yeah. But before we get to that, though, of course, you know, honorable mentions, right? Because we're talking about 10, right? So, yeah, yeah there has to be at least two that just couldn't... You couldn't squeeze them in, you know? Like, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so those... Take them away. Those... Sir? No, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the, the honorable mentions because... I, it's funny because I just got the 10. I, I made it to 10 and then I started naming others. And it's like, you know how it is. You don't want to, um, you don't want to exclude any. But if I had to like give two honorable mentions, one would definitely be, uh, waiting to exhale. Um, right. you know, Whitney Houston, you, you're not, you're not really beating, you're not really beating that. And yeah. then, um, let me make sure I didn't put it on the list. Um, Nope, I didn't put it on the list. Okay, uh, so Juice. Juice is another honorable mention. Um, right, right. You, you, you cannot go wrong with uh, listening to Juice and then, of course, the movie that incorporates with it. Both of them of course, are classics. Yeah. Yes, yes, by none, by none. All right, so I <laughs> love how you just ran through those, those honorable mentions like pretty quickly. So, yeah, we could now finally jump into your uh, top 10. Uh, but yeah. before we begin, just, just last before we begin, but um, uh-huh. uh, was there any particular criteria when it came to your list? So, like in my case, I just made sure not to have like um, you know artists like you know one artist show up twice on my list, for example. But I know mm-hmm. other people that have interviewed you know had one artist show up twice, and I'm fine with that. You know, what I mean, it's you know <laughs> yeah. each his own. It's it's your list. So, um, yeah, was it, it was it was a similar. Um, was it that? Was it the same exactly with you? Or? Mm, so my criteria, um, the only the only criteria that I had was that it had to have at least been inspired by the movie. And what I mean by that, um, that the the music, like the music that we heard, made the made the actual film um, was a or was a part of the actual film. And so that was my criteria. Um, and that's how that's how I kind of like cheated a little bit as as we talk about the top ten. <laughs> mm, I understand. I understand. Yeah. All right, so let's take it away. Uh, what's your number ten? 
Number 10. Oh man, I didn't even put these in order. Number 10, um, give me give me eight mile. Look. If you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. One moment. Did you capture? His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clocks run out. Time's up. Over. Plow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes rabbity choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back's to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so stagnant. He knows when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo. This old rhapsody better go capture this moment and hope it don't be Okay, you know, okay, yeah, lose, lose yourself. It was the introduction of 50 Cent for a lot of us in the South with Wankster. Like, yes, that was that. That was a yeah. that was a great album, and it actually led me to like digging into um, 50 Cent's old stuff before Give It to That Try come out. So um, I, I distinctively remember when when that soundtrack came out. We we used to. Uh, or I used to uh, bootleg CDs. That's how I would make a profit. Um, I used to use LimeWire, and so I will always be researching hey, like, the latest music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Napster child, but you know, like, like hey, was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely uh, number ten. Right. Well, that's just one point I just want to make about, uh, well, a couple points about 8 Mile, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I love 8 Mile. Um, for me, it is, in my opinion, um, the best movie about rap itself, like about the art of rap, in my opinion. Um, just those those battles and just how raw it was. And for me, yeah. it, it just kind of show you, yeah, just how grimy Detroit was and how it helped shape Eminem into who he was, right? Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, Eminem was 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 decent. I'm not going to say he was a great actor in the film, but he was himself. He was the rabbit, right? Um, but for me though, just any soundtrack was, was pretty awesome as well. One track that I think, um, like, you know, like, um, gangster, gangster fans love, but I know a lot of people wouldn't really know about it because they just think about Lose Yourself and Wangster. Um, mm-hmm. Battle, that, that track off of it though, yeah, oh. I uh, love that. Primo killed it with that beat. And of course, I mean, Guru, right? Rest in peace to Guru. Yeah. He just went off on that. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I love that album really because of Okay. Okay, okay. Man, okay. I'm I'm liking I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Yeah. I'm liking this. <laughs> I, I, I know okay. my shit. I know my shit. Yeah. All right. That's so what what's, like what's your hear. number nine? Yeah, number nine number nine is actually the give it to Dotron soundtrack. Feel this. 
America got a thing for this gangster shit, they love me. Black chuckers, black scully, leather pele pele. I take spit over rainbow shit. I'm a fan dude, got that silver duct tape on my tray handle. The women in my life bring confusion to shit. So like Nino and New Jack, I'll cancel that bitch. Look at me. This is the life I chose. Niggas around me so cold. Man, my heart gun froze. I build an empire on the load. And ox don't know I'm the weatherman. I take that cocoa leaf and make that snow. Sit back, watch it turn the dough. Watch it go out the dough. O after O, you know. Homie, I'm just triple beam. Dreaming, niggas be scheming. I finna live the good life. The fiends are just feeding. Conceal my weapon nice and neat so you can't see. The penitentiary is definitely out the question for me. I want to find a day to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. Nigga, you get in my way while I'm trying to get mine. And I'll buck you, buck you. I don't care who you run with or where you from. Nigga, fuck you, fuck you. I want to find the things in my life. So I yeah. hustle, hustle. So, um, hustle ambition, window shopper. Have a party with my beep. I'll whip your head, boy. Best friend. Um... Man, you you know, that was at a point where, like, it felt like 50 couldn't miss. Now, obviously, you know, as we get into the later years, we, we, we find out that his best work was probably already behind him at that point. But, man, at that time, man, I was, like, the biggest fan of 50 Cent. And that's coming off the 8 Mile soundtrack. It was just like, wow. He gave us Give It To That Run. He gave us The Massacre. And then he gave us that soundtrack. And it really felt like, it felt like G-Unit couldn't miss at that point. So... I, I really, I, I had that one at number nine. All right. Well, um, well, on it, well, just, well, just asking out of curiosity. Um, what's your, what's your um, honest take on the movie itself? Get rich or die. It was okay. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. Okay. It wasn't eight mile. It wasn't eight no. mile. And 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 unfortunately, of course, it got compared to it. And so when you're comparing eight mile up against Get Rich or Die Trying, I mean, the movie was okay. It, like it wasn't yeah. terrible, but it it didn't it was nothing to take home, you know, if that makes sense. But it was, I, I watched yeah, it. True, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I, I I didn't see it in 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 theaters. I I waited till it came out. I think it was on Showtime. I think it was. Yeah, and I saw. It, I was like, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. I mean, hustling, hustler's ambition. You know, drove the film as well. But um, yeah, you know, actually, you know, wanted to, to do the acting thing, and I like that he actually stuck with it, right? Um, yeah, with Eminem. I mean, yeah, but, no, because uh, power, because power is amazing. You know, when he was, yes, uh, yes. when he was, was it Kane? No, he wasn't Kane. He was, uh, um, he was in the first series, Kane, Kane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. 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 Um, and you know he, he, he keeps continuing uh, well he, he's still doing that acting thing because uh, I think in a month from now we're supposed to be getting the Expendables 4 nobody asks for the Expendables 4 but we're getting it and 50 cents in it so alright <laughs> no for real <laughs> oh man this, that's really yeah but I'm gonna see that shit I'm gonna see that shit just to see <laughs> just to see what happens Cal, you know I, mean? I don't know I, yeah. I, I, think he, I, I think the reason why he's gonna be in that film is to replace Terry Crews that's what everybody's been seeing since that first year dropped like oh he's the replacement for Terry Crews I don't know yeah, yeah you I, gotta I you gotta replace yeah. you gotta replace one black muscular guy with another one right I know right <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, but so, great list. Not well. I, I'm I'm loving the list so far, man. So, okay. uh, what's what's your number eight? Number eight, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, above the rim. Regulators, mount up. 
It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you skirts know what's up with 213. So I hooked select on 21 and Lewis, some brothers shooting dice. So I said, let's do this. I jumped out the ride and said, what's up? Some brothers pulled some gas, so I said, I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm all glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself. I can't believe they taking more in 12. They took my rings, they took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up and they all around. Can't none of them see him if they going straight down for pound. They want to come up real quick before they start to clown. I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down. They got guns to my head, I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my own town. If I had wings, I would fly, let me contemplate. I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate. 16 in the clip and one in the hole. Nate Dogg is about to make some bodies turn cold Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late Nate Dogg and Warren G had to regulate Now, I wasn't as familiar with the mm. soundtrack But obviously the one track, Regulate like Regulate, of course that, That's the only thing you need to say about that soundtrack And everything else was um, Everything else was good, but you know um, Man, my dad used to pop that tape in his uh, in his Jeep. Wow. And and we would rewind regulate. Like regulate was just that movie so, or that song rather. So Yeah. Yeah, that that had me at number. And it played during and it played during the closing credits. So I'm like, great. Yes. Yes. That's perfect spot for it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but um but above the rim, the well that soundtrack, I really do need to re-listen to it. I, I think I only listened to it like a couple times after mm-hmm. seeing the film itself. Um, you know, and there was some decent tracks. I know there was a Naughty by Nature cut. I think there was there was one from Tupac, of course, because Tupac was in mm-hmm. the film as well. Um but I don't really remember much of the other tracks themselves, so I really should refresh my memory on that. Same. I, I, I should do the exact same, but um again, but regulate Regulate beats any song that was on Eight Mile or uh, Give It to Die Trying for me. So that's why I actually have it above. That's why I actually have it above the other two, even though that's like only the one song I can take away. Yeah, I mean, G Funk, oh, well, I should say Warren G really like um, put G Funk on the mainstream. Uh, thanks, mm-hmm. thanks to that song, right? Um, <laughs> him, and, him and Nate Dog. Yes, yes, him and Nate Dog, right? RIP mm-hmm. to, to Nate Dog. And it's just like they flipped yeah. that sample. Um, I forgot the name of the artist, but I know I've heard that song years ago, like when I was a kid, right? And just uh-huh. hearing them flip it for this, like, really gangster ass song, <laughs> even though it's really smooth and lean back and whatnot. I'm like, all right, yeah, this, this is a classic. And, well, you know, it still is, right? So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, so the, way, the way how this list is going, I, I, I kind of have a feeling what other picks, what other um, albums are going to come next. But I'm, I'm okay, <laughs> okay, we'll see. But, but we'll I'm see. see the trajectory. I'm, I'm seeing it. Yeah. I'm seeing it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so number seven. What's in number, number seven? Number seven. We're actually going to go with Rush Hour. Can you bounce with me? Bounce with me, 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 with me,
my dough and even worse if I was broke would you want me if I couldn't get you find the things like all of them diamond ring bitches kill for would you still roll if we couldn't see the sun rising off the shore of Thailand would you ride then if I wasn't driving if I wasn't a eight figure nigga by the name of Jigga would you come around me and would you clown me if I couldn't flow futuristic would you put your two lips on my wooden kiss it could you see yourself with a nigga working harder than nine to five then ten to six two jobs to survive or do you need a baller so you can shop and tear them all up brag tell your friends what I bought ya if you couldn't see yourself with a nigga when this dough is low baby girl if this is so yo can I get a fuck you to the bitches from all of my niggas who don't love hoes they get no dough can I get a like one of the um that was one of the first like hip-hop r&b soundtracks that yes that blended kind of well together and um you know the obvious uh can i get a with uh jay-z and ja Rule, um and a mill <laughs> and a mill yeah oh, man. <laughs> I, I forget like how close she was to like being like super big I, i've always wondered what happened but no yeah. that that was a great soundtrack and then I'm breaking the rules, but uh, another honorable mention. Let's go and throw Rush Hour Two in there because the area codes, area you know, codes. with Ludacris yeah. and Rest in Peace Nate Dog. So, yeah, yeah, just give me the Rush Hour series for number uh, what is it, seven? <laughs> well, you know, the Rush Hour series. I I don't I I don't remember I don't remember a single song from Rush Hour Three at all. Like I only saw that nah. like twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. They didn't do a hip hop soundtrack. I think for the third one. I think it was just the first two. Yeah, I I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the first one, um, yes. I mean, kind of get it was big, but I'll never forget there was uh, a Drew Hill song on it. Yes, like, there the was last song that you hear before the credits roll. Yeah, uh, I forgot the name of it, but I remember hearing it on radio quite a few times. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what other song was on that record. Um, um, I, I just, I just. It, it, it ain't, it ain't on me right now, and, and that's another one I got to go back to. Um, mm. So, because typically what I end up doing is like once a month, uh, uh, and there'll be a Friday. I typically go back to soundtracks, simply because as I'm writing um, the soundtrack to Wakefield. My hope is to do a, a deluxe edition featuring all the artists that I've ever wanted to work with before I do my final sign off in terms of like final solo album. So right, right. I'm kind of I'm kind of just studying what was before me. Hmm. Understand. Understand. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, number six. What's the number? Six? Number six. Give me Black Panther. Yep, yep. That, that was a big deal. What that was a big, was a big like twenty eighteen. That felt like to say any other soundtrack didn't feel a big deal afterwards. But it felt like it felt like we went a long time without a great soundtrack. And then when Black Panther came out, and you found out that Kendrick Lamar was executing producing this right after Damn, it was just like, oh, yes. what are we about to get? And I, I feel like we got everything we got we got rap we got techno hip-hop we got r&b we got pop like i felt like it was the perfect blend for um not just black people to enjoy so i I definitely um love that soundtrack and i actually went back to that soundtrack you know when chadwick boseman passed away and it just reminded me like oh my gosh like kendrick's like kendrick's a genius yeah um, and what I love the most about that 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 soundtrack is that Disney didn't come to to TD or to Kendrick or whoever and said, "Okay, I want this to be clean, 
and family friendly because a lot of kids are going to watch this movie no he knew his audience and he knew mm-hmm. the songs that would drive the film right so that would be like mm-hmm. the one that he did with scissor for example um mm-hmm. right um mm-hmm. uh, but of course there will be like you know the stuff like like what uh, future was on for example you know yeah and j-rock was yeah j-rock and of course you know it, it did give us that moment that <laughs> we were all kind of quoting <laughs> because it's so funny and so unexpected right but yes. my point is it was just this is a tv album in the end of the day take it or leave it yes we're gonna cuss on this but don't worry we're gonna have the 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 normal you know soundtrack that um ludwig um ludwig Ranson does so mm-hmm. there's that right but this is our thing let's keep it as you know let's do the way that we wanted to and well yeah we got a great um soundtrack out of it yeah yeah and and it, inter- it actually introduced me to um reasons who album just dropped ah. and you know yes, yes, I, yes. I, I love soundtracks that can introduce me to a new artist so yeah i think um that guy um zachary i think that's his name he shows up on uh he shows up on, he showed up on damn um i know that he had a track mm-hmm, he does on this album as well too yeah, yeah. so it was just yeah. a way to, to showcase you know the best and brightest of, of, of tv right there so that was great mm-hmm. um yep. note to self i really should look up how uh how tv got that that hook up in the first place like how they were able to so... get that opportunity to do that so to my understanding, um, it was actually uh, Ryan Coogler. He he actually reached out to Kendrick's team um, okay, okay. with the, with an offer. So um, and once uh, Ryan Coogler got Disney to sign off on it, it was to the moon. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised it didn't win like a Grammy or an Oscar. I'm actually shocked by that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was shocked when um, they lo- when they lost. I forgot who they lost to, but. I was just shocked. Not even because it was a black film, black film soundtrack, but it's like everywhere you went, like it was Black Panther, and like people were associating TDE and Kendrick to that movie, and it was just like I don't, I don't remember any other like movie doing that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on, on a side note, before we get to number five, I just love I, I, this is one thing I always remember musically about Black Panther, right? Um, when um, uh, when that song, well, sorry, uh, Ronnie Jules had a particular song, right? Um, mm-hmm. That was that made it on the soundtrack. Sorry, that was on uh, well, the first trailer for the movie, and a lot of people were like, you know, rocking out to that song, like woo, da, 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 da. and a lot of people like didn't even know who Ronnie Jules was. So like, people, some somebody like me who knew about them since they dropped the first record, right? It's like, yes, it's Ronnie Jules. Like, you don't know who Ronnie Jules is, like, yeah. That'd be the, honestly, that'd be the best. That'd be the best thing when like your favorites or people you know, you, you feel like they finally get that recognition. And so, um, to your point, when um, when Run the Jewels, it was the same thing over here. Like I work with a bunch of um, people who don't listen to outside of mainstream hip hop, and I'll never forget it. I, it was like, oh man, who was that in the trailer? And it was like, you don't know, Killer Mike, Run the Jewels, like. <laughs> You know, like, like really, like <laughs> they, yeah. they were three yeah. albums deep, three albums deep, and you they were three know. albums deep at that time. <laughs> yeah, all critically acclaimed. So it was just like, mm-hmm. how do you not know that? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that that's crazy. But that that's always a moment that I'll remember when it comes to Black Panther and the music <laughs> surrounding it as well. Uh, nice. But last question you know, before before I get into um, well we, before we get into the top five, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I took. I, I take it that you you checked out the Wakanda Forever soundtrack, right? 
But the one that um, the one with Rihanna. Yes, yes, lift me up and um, yeah, that one. I listened to it once. I listened to it once and yeah. All right, I I, I know I, right. I, 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 I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Well, like I will, in, in defense of that record, um, I think that it is like it's different, right? But I appreciate mm-hmm. that it's different. It's no way, it's it's no way, sorry, great as the first one, right? But what mm-hmm. I do like is that it gave um, newer artists uh, an opportunity to showcase their work. So there was a lot of like Afrobeat uh, musicians. There were a lot of like. Um, uh, Mexican rap basically and just dif- it was just different styles but it all clashed with that sort of um, African slash Mexican dynamic that went on in that film right yeah but the, the yeah. driving force the driving song was of course Rihanna's um, Lift Me Up Lift Me Up I mean, yeah song, song still hits really really hard for me especially when you hear it for the first time um, and she did another song that, that appears like um, when the credits started rolling up, but I forgot the name of it. But I knew yeah. it dropped on the day when um, when the movie came out, right? But yeah, okay. um, in a nutshell, that soundtrack was not as great as ETD one, of course. But it was it was different. It was special. That's it's it's funny. It's funny because they did a mashup with a Kendrick song on the first on the first soundtrack on the first trailer, and I was like, oh yes. my gosh, like, did they bring Kendrick? Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. did they bring Kendrick back? And then. And a couple of weeks later, I think Rihanna had left me up, and I was like, "Nope, this is not going where I thought it would go." But, but, it's, but to your point, it's okay. Like, it's it's not meant to. The first one isn't to be the second one, and that's totally fine. Yeah, and I think it has to do with, um, well, you know, the team of the film, right? You know, about mm-hmm. Black Panther, you know, being um, dying, right, or being dead, mm-hmm. sorry, and mm-hmm. who's gonna acquire that mantle so it's that sort of uncertainty and doubt that you hear throughout that record it's just like we're not sure where we're gonna go but we, we need to go somewhere so it's again it's different it's not as vibrant as that last record but it's it's cool it's cool yeah it's cool yeah <laughs> it's cool <laughs> alright so now we're in the top 5 this is where shit gets real this, this is the best of the best of the best of the best sir you know, the block, best. Right? <laughs> yeah, like I gotta, I gotta die. I gotta essentially die on this here top five. Yep. <laughs> so <sighs> take it away, number five. Give me hustle and flow. You know it's hard out here for pimp. When he trying to get this money for the friend. But a Cadillac and gas money spent will cause a whole lot of bitches jumping shit. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. When he trying to get
I am from right. I am from the right. south. Mm-hmm. I am from the south, and so when that came out, Three Six Mafia, like that's when Three Six Mafia got their flowers, and then yes. you match that up with uh, Ti, I'm a King, and that was right. That was right before. Uh, that was right before King came out. Yes, and I would, That's when T. That's when Ti became my favorite rapper. Like the way he spoke, the way like I'm nowhere near. I'm, you know my music. I'm I'm not gangster. I don't like. I know about that life, but I'm not in it. But to hear Ti, it's like, oh man, he was the first rapper that made that convinced me like of the life he was doing. Yeah, and, and I know at that period, you know, he was going with that King of the Salt thing. I'm King of the Salt. Yeah. Salt. Um, a little scrappy. You know, um, well, yeah. Uh, well, well, thanks to um, to the Beef documentary. Yeah, I know that little flip wasn't taking that. Like, oh, you call yourself King of the Salt? No, Scarface is King of the Salt, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. T.I. just had the ball say, here in 2005, I'm King. I, I am and the King. And a year later, I'm going to drop an album called King. Shut up. <laughs> and take it, take it or leave it. And honestly, that's one of the I, I say it's one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time, but you can't deny that it's like it's one of the best dirty South hip hop albums of all time. Definitely better yes. one, definitely one of the better uh trap albums. Like it, it ushered in a whole new genre mm-hmm. or subgenre. So Yeah. But I'm I'm still to this day stoked, right? That Tree Six Mafia Won a Grammy, yeah. Won a song titled "It's Hot Out Here." man, it's yeah. funny because that was that was one of the last moments we got with Parsi Black before he left the group, right? And so I'll, I'll kind of always remember that as like being Country Black's last like real big media appearance before um, DJ Paul and um, Juicy J went uh, went went duo. Mm. Right, right. Um, I, I think they call itself uh, Mafia Six or something. I, I, I can't remember what. Yeah, that's the that's the new that's the new name. Um, mm-hmm. I think at the time though they were still going by Three Six. So right, right. Um, because I haven't listened to that record in a long while, right? I, I think I probably listened once or twice. Um, same thing with uh, watching the film, right? I mean, turns out what is great. Like he actually convinced me that yeah, he could be a pepper. You, know, I mean, he already has that sudden draw, that main. You know, we, we always laugh at him because he always says main, right? But main, yeah. yeah but, but, but question, right? Was yes. whoop that trick on that album? Because I love whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. For me, made that film good because it was, was Terrence Howard saying, "Whoop that trick, get him." I think it was on the like, album. Hmm. That's been so. You know what? I'm looking now. Yeah, look, look, I, please, please, please. Yeah, I, I, I just need to know because right? Webby, Webby was on there. Uh, still, Tipping was on there, but like a remake. Whoop that trick was on there. Yes, it was. Okay, it was, uh, and and it's. Terrence Howard, right? He's he's yeah yeah he's yeah, credited. I'll be, yeah, I'd be sad if somebody else did it on the record. I'd be like, oh gosh, no, no Terrence he, Howard, he did leave it. it, leave it. No, he definitely did that. Yeah, but but great pick, man. Great pick, great pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so number four, loving these soundtracks here. Uh, number four, number four. Give me my favorite movie of all time. Give me Friday. It's Friday night, so everything is popping. I got stainless spin on the hand. So let 
giggity yak. Don't talk back to a song. Calling up Earl on the car phone. Mac 10 just got out of court. Rolling through the hood in the super sport. Bumping too short. 18 got the rear view mirrors vibrating. And deep dish datings. You know how we do it. Ain't nothing to it but the floss. Overcrowded Harrison Ross. Cause if you fuck with us, we leave scars. Out of GY cars. Living like stars. Might hit the highway on the Vegas run. Food cause it's Friday. Oh yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Oh yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Standing outside on a Friday. Living on the edge. Cause we all got them hard heads. It seems like we all are waiting for the drive by. Playing tag with Satan. But we chilling. Yeah we ready and willing. You hear about the latest West Side killing? Fody sipping, set tripping, foe dipping, pistol gripping, never slipping. BG's trying to hang out. But OG saying, take your little ass in the house. My big homie just got out. Used to be down, now he's just cracked out. He was about as hard as Darth Vader. In a sweatshirt, khakis, and Chuck Taylors. Just seen him in the driveway. Getting beat like a smoker, fool, cause it's Friday. Oh, yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Oh, yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Ice Cube and Dr. Drake reconnect. Yes, Ice Cube and Dr. Drake reconnecting. Like ice, that whole that whole soundtrack was just like a vibe. You you got your you got your good. Wrong with Friday. Like I love that mm-hmm. song. Right, just that that yeah. dude. You know, Trump knocking right. Um, like and, and people do not. That. Yes, and people do not. Um, I'm, I'm here to say it now. People do not give Ice Cube the credit that he deserves when it comes to both rapping and acting. He he doesn't care about the accolades and I think that's why people don't really pay attention to him. But like to me to me Ice Cube is sitting as my honorable mention for top five of all time rappers. And then when you when we're talking about film, he's in my top like three or four. Okay. Like as in actors or rappers to an actor? As in, as in a writer, as in writing. Uh, so when right. we're talking about rapping, he's sitting right outside the top five. When we're talking about like writing and his film work, he's definitely like top three. Nice, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, what what? The, well, for me, I, I love the Friday soundtrack, right? Um, Friday, mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite movies. Uh, but for me, what, what made that film work? Well, um, especially from a musical standpoint, was that blend of old and new music. So yes, mm-hmm. you know, the 90s songs from uh, Funk Dubious, uh, Cypress Hill, uh, Dr. Dre, right? But you also mm-hmm. heard like 80s and 70s songs mixed in. Yeah. And I was shocked that that, that because you know, usually like when you go into a movie, you hear all the, all the songs, right? And you mm-hmm. think, all right, well, it's not going to be on the album itself. And then you hear the, the soundtrack itself, like, wow, it's there. Like, I'm, yeah, I heard through the grapevine, trying to make another yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing these soul songs on this record. I'm like, wow. And then they had to go out to do, um, well, I have the, the two disc version. So there, there was like extra music that was, uh, I believe, on that that album. Sorry, the, uh, in the movie as well that, that also showed up on its second disc. So I was like, wow, right? But it's just yeah. that perfect blend of West Coast hip hop and, 
you know, 70s soul and 80s electro funk. It just all mm -hmm. came together. I love that record. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But but why why in particular did you did you pick um, Friday? Friday. Um, well, one Friday is my my favorite movie of all time, and that soundtrack is so synonymous. The soundtrack is so synonymous with um, the movie itself because. As we said, like every song you hear on the uh, movie, it turns up to be on the soundtrack. And so um, Friday, Friday really showed me that in terms of the movie, Friday showed me that you can make a movie in less than two weeks. And then when you add that perfect, when you add that perfect musical blend between the new school and the old school, you show that, you know, there will forever be um, a connection in music. So that that's why I picked it. All right, nice, nice, nice. Number three. What's your number three? Is it number your three favorite movie of all time? <laughs> uh, no, but it's one of my favorite uh, documentaries of all time. I'm gonna go with uh, J Cole for your eyes only. President, I just want to talk to the man. Speak for the boys in a bando, and my nigga never walking again. Apologize if I'm hopping again. I know these things happen often, but I'm back on the scene. I was lost in a dream as I write this a teen down in Austin. I've been building me a house back home in the South, my won't believe what it's costing. And it's fit for a king, right? Or a nigga that can sing and explain all the pain that it cost him. My 16 should have came with a coffin. Fuck the fame and the fortune. Well, maybe not the fortune, but one thing is for sure that the fame is exhausting. That's why I moved away. I needed privacy. Surrounded by the trees in Ivy League. Students that's recruited higher league. Thinking you do you and I do me. Crib has got a big old back of yard. My niggas stand outside and pass cigars. Filled with marijuana laughing hard. Thankful that they friends are platinum star. In the driveway there's no rapper cars. Just some shit to get from back and forth. Just some shit to get from back and forth. Welcome to the shelter. This is pure. We'll help you if you felt too insecure to be the star you always knew you were. Wait, I think police is at the okay, door. The neighbors think I'm selling dope. I guess the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Selling dope. Neighbors think I'm selling dope. I guess the neighbors think I'm selling dope. All right. So that that that's where that's where I get the that's where I get the cheating a little bit. But uh, yeah, <laughs> caught me completely by surprise. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. So, so I think um, that that's your favorite um, G Cool album, right? Ever. Actually, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I think I think it is better. I think it's better than Forest Hill Drive. Yeah, cause that that's like everybody's favorite, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's mine too. But <laughs> no, no, no. And this this is a great album. I think for your eyes only showed how focused J Cole can get. Like, um, I, I think that that album. Well, I think I think Forest Hill Drive put him up there with Kendrick and Drake, and then for your eyes only kept him there. For me, anyway. Right. And so he, the way he blended his music videos in 
with the documentary and the sub and the subject of going to Ferguson and talk about like the struggle in the black community. Like he managed to bring like Ferguson, Missouri, mm. North Carolina, and Fayetteville, not Fayetteville, Jonesboro, Arkansas, and and Fayetteville, North Carolina. He managed to bring all that have a topic and then pick like six or seven songs that he had some didn't even make the album but he managed to make a beautiful documentary and right right after that that's when i knew i could be a filmmaker and a rapper that's when i knew i could do both nice Mm -hmm. so yeah give me for your eyes only for number three Right. Um, remind me again. Is that documentary available on on YouTube or is it? That yes. Just hop in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna have to send it to you, and, and we can have a dialogue about it. <laughs> please do. Please do. Yeah. Because um, actually, I, I know he's he's. Uh, I know Jay does his um, documentaries as well too, especially leading up to his records, right? So mm-hmm. I think the one that I saw quite recently was the one that he did for the off season, right? That, mm-hmm. that one was really really good though. Um, really yeah. inspirational as well too, in terms of. Like how he just wanted to push himself with this, uh, with that record of his, you know. Yeah, I, I think um, it's funny because like with J Cole and Kendrick, those are two of my favorite of all time, and I know they're like their time rapping is coming to a close soon. But I've always said like J Cole could go into writing for film or documentaries, and Kendrick can hmm. go into acting when he's ready. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, like I could see Kendrick as, as a director too, um, especially with um, like the stuff that he did for his Mr. Morale um, mm-hmm. from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. All right, number two. What's your number two? Number two, give me. This is the other cheat. Give me King Batia. Inspired ATL. TIS finally made it. Yes, TIS finally made the list after talking about it for 30 minutes. Um, 
King love, 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 love that record. Like, you know, we, we heard trap music and stuff like that, but King was when I was like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. What you know about that was great. Um, uh, ride with me, front ride, back. Ride with me was great. Top back is. Oh my gosh. And, me and, and about, know, as, as, as I talk about this, as I talk about this right now, right? So at the time of us recording this here, this is about half of a day after um, the Hip Hop 50 uh, concert that took place in, in Yankee Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. And T.I. performed and he did like a melody of a majority of, well, you know, the top, the big songs from King. And I was just getting chills. I'm like, I remember where I was in 2006 when I heard Top Back and, you know, the remix came out and all that kind of oh stuff. Oh my it was, gosh. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Yo, that album came out around my birthday and it was like wow i think it was the first album i bought with my own money i had to buy the walmart version obviously because mm-hmm. you know we're kids but that was the first album where i was where i heard a whole album through and i was just like wow speaking of that i love that intro and i love that ti in his performance brought that intro with the guy who's talking and he's gonna be King, King. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Man, um, I, I, I wish I could go back. Up, yeah, Sorry. I'm getting that to brought up um, ETL as well because, yeah, uh, yeah, afterwards ETL came out. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed that film. I don't love it, love it, love it. But for me, um, I like that it did, even though I never went, I, I've never been to Atlanta. I'd love to one day. But it felt like Atlanta, right? It felt like, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not the Detroit of 8 Mile, you know what I mean? It's not dreary like that. It's different. It's sunny. It's hot. There's a lot of, like, trap music and, you know, sudden plea, but, you know, rap and whatnot. It felt, there was a vibe to it, but it still had a great story. Um, T.I. was, like, actually shockingly great, though, as an actor. I, I, I felt so, in my opinion. And, of course, you know, the end of the film as credits rule with what you know, and I was like, yeah, I can live with that. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's actually, that's actually one of my favorite movies of all time, too, simply because, like, it's, it's a simple story. Like, I I am of simple. Like, just give it to me straight. I don't need any, like, backhand messages. It's funny, I say that, but Kendrick Lamar is my favorite rapper for that exact reason. But, yeah. but yeah. All right, but yeah, yeah, great pick, man, great pick. Yeah. So I think I know what's, what, what's number one, but I still want to be surprised. <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to guess. I, I guarantee you won't get it. All right, I'll, I'll I'll just give the guess one time. Well, I'm not okay. gonna see what the title is, right? But I assume it is from one of the greatest hood movies ever made. Yeah. If it's what I think it is, anyway. What's your number one? Number one is Superfly.
Two. It was either New Jack City or Boys in the Hood. Okay. Super fly, though. Yes. Super yes, fly. Yes. Love, love that. Um, so I, I, my, I, I, I actually I listen to that album at least once a week. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. I, wow. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Freddie, because you know Freddie, yeah. you know Freddie, Freddie's dead was is is on Friday, right? It's on and Friday. So, yes. and, and in one of the funniest moments ever. <laughs> He's like, talk about it. Down there, I mean, walk around my damn drums. Yes. I, I laugh at that shit every time, right? Yes. Yeah, but for me, with Superfly, though, that was like one of the first examples of where a soundtrack elevates a movie or pretty much tells you what the movie is, right? Mm-hmm. I, I feel personally that without Curtis Mayfield and his band driving that film, it would have just been an ordinary film about it would have been average drug dealer trying to just do this last bit and get out right but mm-hmm. Superfly just laid that groundwork it, it summed everything up it, you know the vibe of it everything it suited perfectly in my opinion so right yeah, and yeah, think yeah. about and think about how many like songs I'm sure we can't think of it right now but like there's so many songs on here that's been sampled for like later hip hop songs and it's like mm-hmm. Like and when you go back, like when you go back and you realize, oh my gosh, this was sampled. You know, it's there's to me like Superfly is the greatest soundtrack ever because, like you said, that soundtrack literally carried the movie. It went from being yeah. okay, another drug dealer movie to okay, okay, Curtis Mayfield and, and you yeah. know Curtis Mayfield yeah. um, God rest his soul I love soul, that he was like, in the film too I, I love that he was in that movie too you know yeah. before I forgot to mention that yeah yeah so yeah that's my list alright but a couple, couple things right as I mentioned Superfly um, it is for me one of my favorite uh, well black exploitation films right we're going to use that term here um, yeah. Ron O'Neill is great he, he is Superfly in my opinion though um, and you know you, you you do buy into that come up story with him trying to just get out of the game. That's great. Um, but what what are your thoughts on on that film and in particular um, the remake, which I think came out in the uh, late it came out it came out right before COVID. It came out right before COVID. It was like 2019, 2018. I didn't. Oh, I, I, yeah. I about to say I'll tell you now. I did not watch the remake. I did not okay, watch it. Okay. I, I, um, I saw it theatrically. Um, it's all right. So just just to calm your fears down, it's really good. It's okay. great, but it feels like how a modern. It's it's it feels like modern black exploitation. It feels like neo okay. black exploitation. Like um, like I would always I, I would always put Friday in that in that category as well. To where 
mm-hmm. if you saw it if, it, if it came out in the 70s, it would make sense that a movie like Friday would exist there, but it's in the 90s, right? But it still mm-hmm. has that sort of feel to it, right? And mm-hmm. I got that with that Superfly remake. Um, and it, it, it felt modern, it felt different. The, the, the only just had um, a team song that, that only shows up, that could just make feel team song, but everything else was just that trap stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah. they made it work. They made it work. It was it. It's not that memorable, please, um, honestly. But it's it's really good. But I think you should check it out and just sort of watch back. You know what? I'm not bad. That's that's not that. Okay. I'm 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 gonna put that first one. I'm I'm gonna put that on my list. Um, in, in terms of the first one, in terms of the first one though, um, black exploitation. So I took African American in film, and I have like I have two I have two comments on it. One. I really wish, like, a part of me wish black exploitation wasn't a thing because, like, it it did so much. It did so much. You know, media media really carries influence, and so when you see these movies, um, viewers who go see it who don't look like us are typically their conclusion is well, they're all like that, and so um, that kind of had a negative effect. As we talk about the war on drugs, as we talk about the three strike rule, you know, heading into the 80s and 90s. And so I think we're still like undoing that damage. But at the same time, that is when Hollywood made the most money and they um, reversed their bankruptcy. So Hollywood was about to go bankrupt until these black exploitation movies came out. Um, right. And so it's it's almost like I think they call it a catch twenty two. Like, eh, like unfortunately, you can't have one without the other. And so th- those are my thoughts in terms of you know Superfly and um, shoot, there's so many you can name right now. Um, yeah. Fox, Fox and Cleopatra, like. All, all those movies, and so, you know, that that's my opinion. I, I try to I try to enjoy them as a fan, but I think after knowing what I know now, thanks to the classes I took, and then of course you know how I how I like to portray my albums. Um, it, it's tough to fully enjoy it knowing that that came with a price. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been your your list, though. Um, I like that. Um, um, well, all of them actually, even that Jiku, which which caught me by surprise, um, involve movies as well, too, right? So that's that that's yeah. great. So we actually have an episode, you know, fully dedicated to movies, and you know, as somebody um, who is into film as well, because it's not just about music. Um, yeah, I, I also studied film as well. So yeah, it's great to to hear that as well, right? Uh, to hear somebody talk about uh, film alongside music as well, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, you can't have one without the other, which. Is- why like I kind of took the backwards approach. I made Wakefield. Now I want to make the movie, and then turn around and make the deluxe. And so I just think it's, I just think it, it makes for it makes for a great formula. Right, right, right. Um, well, you know, that's just a couple more questions before we part ways, right? So, yeah, um, absolutely. As 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 far as we feel the movie goes, right? Um, um, all right, so I'm just sort of wondering, like, once that film is complete, like, like, are you gonna just sort of shop it around? Like, are you gonna go the film festival route, or is that you just wanna go big and just have the thing be in, you know, major theaters or whatever it is around the country? Like, like, like uh, what's your? 
can you plan like mentally as to how you're gonna promote this film? I honestly don't have a game plan for it right now. Um, I suffer I suffer from imposter syndrome, and so this is actually my first like feature film that I'm writing. And um, honestly, honestly, Matt, there's like four or five different feature length scripts that I have written for Wakefield. And the one I'm writing now is the first one where I'm like actually okay with it. And so um, we're, we're just, I, I have no idea where I want to take it. I have, I just, right now I just want to write it and complete it and then uh, have a separate conversation after we make the movie. But but right, definitely actually but definitely uh, I do want to uh, host a red carpet. Uh, I'm in an area where I I am considered the leader of black films, and so I, I want other black filmmakers in Northwest Arkansas to know, like, look, we can do this. Right, right. Uh, uh, just basically ask that because I just want well, just in simple terms, I want to be able to see it, but. Oh. Oh, that ain't that, that, that ain't. That's why that ain't a question. That ain't a question. You're you're gonna yeah. get it as as soon as soon as we had that final draft. I'm gonna have it ready for you. That's how I felt about the album. Like as soon as the album was done, I, I sent it right to you just to just to get your feedback. Nice, nice, nice. Well, you know, um, uh, well, I'm I'm definitely looking out for that, man. And uh, last question, just uh, just to close things off. Uh, where can people find? Mike D, where can people find D Vision? Where where can people yeah. you know um, check up on your work online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, my name is Mike Day. I am your favorite filmmaker, and you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Michael W J Day. You can also follow us at Day Vision Films on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, we do have a, a short film titled All Units that is out right now. And it's currently in the film festival circuit. And once we rack up these awards, we're looking for distribution, including Tubi, Amazon Prime, your favorite streaming services. So make sure you stay on the lookout for DayVision. All right, all right, all right. Uh, but yeah, great list, um, great chat though. I really, really appreciate it. I'm glad I was able to speak to you. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm just wishing nothing but the best for you in your career, man. Um, because, yeah, you're, you're doing something that I'm still dreaming about and still trying to figure out <laughs> how to do it because it's a lot more difficult in uh, Trinidad and in the Caribbean as well, you know, in terms of just making films and distribution. You know, we always think right. about making the, the content, but not about distributing it as well, right? But I know yeah. in the States, it's easy, you know, but, you know, there's a lot of options and whatnot. So it's just, mm-hmm. you know, on, on our end, it's just a matter of trying to figure out what's the best one and how we could pull that off, right? But yeah, yeah. I, I know you're, you're probably, you know, more or less doing, um, going through the same thing as well, though. But yeah, I know that you, I mean, you have your head on street, so I know you're going to find a way and get weak feel out of the wheel, man. I, I, I know that for sure. Wow, thank you so much. I, I, I appreciate that. And when, to me, when the, mon- when the money is right and the funds come in, let's get you on the set, man. That's yeah. Let's get you on the set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever you're listening to this, this was Matthew Bailey and Mike D. Thank you so much, sir, for coming through. Yeah, absolutely. And this has been another episode of Hip Hop Sub Ten. So until the next one, take care. Hip Hop Fifty Till Infinity. Peace. Happy birthday, Hip Hop. <laughs>